You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hey friends, welcome to Project You with Cami Craig. I'm happy to be here with you today. I must say that last week's response um, on the topic of gaslighting was incredible. It was probably one of the most uh, feedback that I've gotten in a long time on this podcast uh, because I feel like we're actually talking about topics that aren't really talked about. Uh, They are full of shame. They're full of embarrassment, um, some regret. Um, lack of forgiveness, you name it, it's probably in there. And uh, to be able to have that opportunity to chat with you a little bit about that. Uh, And I know this was, um, obviously, these topics sometimes are related and and feel very close because I've been a part of it and I've, I've witnessed it myself. And and, and that's why it becomes a, a tool for us is because we are experiencing these things in our life. And just as you that are listening right now, you guys teach me so much um, with your responses and the insight that that has happened in your life and, and now your perspective and where you are. Um, so thank you. Thank you for uh, encouraging the, the higher education um, on behalf of behaviors so we can better understand our environment, the the relationships, and we can also, in at the end, which is the most important, understand ourselves more, right? And I must say that gaslighting is going to be the greatest segue into this topic uh, the, uh, of today's podcast on Project U, which is toxic positivity. So last week, I feel like I... I did um, a really good job sharing as much as I can about the experience that I personally was in in gaslighting. And I also feel like at that point I was pointing my finger and I was, you know, basically saying, well, this was what was wrong. And and this is what a victim looks like um, in that situation. And here I am today wanting to point my finger at myself. In every situation, there, there's, you know, there's two sides to everything, right? Um, there's the truth and not the truth and the white lies and the in-between and all that. And, and today, in, in our life, we want to strive to be honest. We want to strive to be less, the, less of a veneer, less of a front, and, and really stick the 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 arrow where it needs to be stuck sometimes and that's at ourselves a great leader i i've said this for so long and i believe it more now today than i ever have but a great leader when things when great things are going on they're not going to point the the finger at themselves they're going to point their finger at the the world in front of them you know that might be the the employees it might be the team it might be the family and when things go wrong you know, the, a great leader will point his finger at himself rather than what the average leader does and person does is point their finger at other people. So I find it very, very intriguing. Uh, also responsible, also mature, um, 
to be able to point your finger at yourself. So today, my my big point of the finger is to me, Cami Craig. And if you sit in this line of toxic positivity, uh, just like you might have sat in the gaslight seat, um, you need to be responsible and point the finger at yourself today. And uh, this this um, topic really became a thing that I started to research since June 10th. Um, I knew that it was a thing, um, more so than I, than I knew what gaslighting was. Gaslighting was very, very, very foreign to me and, and until I started to dig deeper and understand toxic positivity. I've heard it over the course of years, and I didn't want to think that that was me, but it really was. On June 10th, one of my girlfriends, uh, Jesse Hilgenberg, and I were talking, and she we were talking online and she wrote we were writing back and forth back and forth sharing a little bit um and reconnecting and she wrote i've been reading a lot on toxic positivity and what you said falls so much into that pretending to be happy all the time because you like the idea and the image of it was so toxic for you girl bring on the realness i'm so excited to watch this next chapter of your life and I came back with appreciation that was she was able to be real with me. And it's, I, you know, instead of me just um, getting defensive or getting butthurt, um, taking it personal, uh, instead, I really, really, really um, accepted it. And I knew that she was saying this on purpose because I needed to hear it. My, my best girlfriends are the most truthful girlfriends. They... They challenge me to think and expand my box, you know, and and I respect that. I, I will no longer associate with friends that just either fuel the fire um, or give me what I want to hear because I'm, you know, under the spell of toxic positivity. I, I've really been praying for women like the Jessies in the world and the Andreas of the world and the Dulces of the world and the Kirstens of the world and the Kays of the world and my mom and um, my sister and Ashley. And those are, I'm just talking about women that really come at me and not to kill, still, or destroy, but to really be real. And I was talking to one of two of my younger clients today. One was 18 and 22. And I just telling them, I'm like, I, if I can be a woman of truth to you after all the the toxic positivity and all the gaslighting and all of the, the crumminess in between, I want to be that for the younger generation and let them know that they don't have to pretend to to uphold this image of 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 whatever they they are trying to portray so in the line of of that conversation um we always start with an actual definition of what we're actually talking about okay and so today obviously toxic positivity is the excessive and ineffective overgeneralization of a happy and optimistic state in any situation in the denial minimization and invalidation of genuine human emotional experience when a person exhibits toxic positivity they deny any and all negative experiences that makes us human and lives their life this way that's kind of hard to read (laughs) 
because that's who I was. And that was really hard um, to live that way for so long. And to not freaking ball my eyes out right now. Um, um, I'm stronger because I'm willing to speak my truth. And I'm stronger because I'm able to um, ditch it, really. I'm able to recognize it and be like, chick, that's not the girl you want to hang out with anymore. Um, I saw a picture of myself on Facebook. Of course, the memories come up. And I'm in a very, very strong place in my life, but I'm also in a very weak place in my life. Um, When you come from just being in a comfortable state and um, dealing with certain things, uh, you then come to this other state where (laughs) you're not wanting to wear the mask anymore and do all these things. I mean, it's kind of, it's that alone is kind of draining, but it's so exhilarating, right? But when Jesse brought that up June 10th of, of this year, I really succumbed to this toxic positivity and I really dug in really, really deep and I have been making sure over the over the course of time that I was putting my research in and I was I was adjusting um, my mindset and I was I was making sure that I was aware of my behavior and how I was responding the, to things and stuff so I was able to speak about this because it, once you once you learn something it's really hard to really express it if you if you don't if you are not living it practicing it and also believing in it right so this is kind of a cool topic for today because we are living and in, in raging in this pandemic right now. Um, also, we're raging and and hurting from all the smoke, so we can we can also relate with a toxic positivity um, in our world affairs right now. And then also, I believe that each and every one of us can either um, not either, but we can do that within our personal life, within relationships, work, workplace, um, organizations, all of those things too. So just be open right now um, and know that this is a place where you might be in or you might know of someone. So recognizing the gaslighter and also recognizing the toxic positivity um, is very, very clutch in life. So a couple of phrases that I always used was everything's going to be okay. Uh, everything's going to be okay because we're together. Um, when I would get told that things aren't really good, I would back it with, they're great. What are you talking about? Things are just fine. And I would overemphasize that things were so great, knowing deep down in my heart, they were devastating. It was a nightmare. And this was really, really, really hard to uphold because I was... I was I was creating my own blanket system and covering it and covering it, covering it with my positivity. Um, I, I, I would often say too that this could be worse, but it's not. Look on the bright side. Everything happens for a reason. I truly do believe everything happens for a reason, but I would I would overemphasize on those on those positive mantras and they would become my reality that I was believing. And so that also when, you know, when you're being gaslit and you are living in this toxic positivity, the, the, the feeling of overboard is, is like seeping out of your pores. Okay. And so as I started to lean into the experts and lean into the therapy, I realized that it doesn't have to be good vibes only. 
that's a trend, it's a thing, and it's not real all the time, right? So if we force this positivity, it becomes very unhelpful in situations, and the experts are, are saying that it's toxic, right, for our mental health. So I, I, I found a really cool um, psychologist, and she's a clinical health psychologist um, at the Women's Hospital in Boston, but her name's Dr. Natalie Dettilio. And I found this really good quote from her, and she says, while cultivating a positive mindset is a powerful coping mechanism, toxic positivity stems from the idea that the best or the only way to cope with a bad situation is to put a positive spin on it and not dwell on the negative situations. It results from our tendency to undervalue negative emotional experiences and overvalue positive ones. Think of it as having a few too many scoops of ice cream. You feel sick. You feel like you overdid it. You feel like you went overboard. And it's really good. It makes us feel better. But you can overdo it until it makes you seriously physically sick. And it's crazy to sit here and talk to you and and see my my life before my own eyes and and to say that out loud and to remember how bad I felt like people are saying to me right now like oh my gosh you look so happy your um, glow in your eyes the glow from your spirit um, the glow from your skin I, I've kind of heard a lot about the happiness that is, is exuding from my inner soul you know, and, and I have to think about things like I was living in a very isolated form, but very, very outgoing, you know, and, and once one big pillar in my life, I wanted so bad for it to work. I wanted for it so bad to be magical and exactly how my narrative was inside, you know, and unfortunately, I just couldn't win this battle. I was feeding myself too many scoops of ice cream every single day, and I was overdoing it, and I was getting sick. I was mentally drained. I was physically then drained, which makes me into a complete fatigue state. My adrenal glands, my pituitary glands, my thyroid that I don't have, by the way, and I have to give myself that pump through daily medication because it was taken from me. Um, when I was 24 years old, uh, that's a lot to juggle. And then being in the fitness industry of this line of perfection, I was pretty much killing myself, you guys. And when blood started dripping down my neck and my psoriasis was so out of control, I then knew that I was I was I was hurting and I needed help. Um, I I like in my life right now asking really deep questions, and I'm in a position where I'm so honest with myself and. So uh, a question that I, I pulled the other day with my girlfriend was like, what's the most insecure thing that, that um, you are aware of in your life? And really right now, it's it, what, not right now, but it was my psoriasis. I was scared that someone would see the blood drip down my neck. You know, that's how insecure I was in that, but also that's how stressed I was um, when that. So um, uh, another another analogy about this ice cream that that's there is when you try to shove the ice cream into somebody's face and they don't feel like having ice cream. That's not really what's going on going to make them feel better. You know, it's just that positivity, that positivity. Like here, 
you know, just read this quote and read this scripture and read this. Like it, it's just too much. You're overdoing it when you're also giving your pos- your ice cream <laughs> to other people. That's not really cool as well. And so um, your mental health is is altered. And then again, um, just like it is, you know, to be a victim of gaslighting, it takes a long road to recovery out of that. And as a as someone that's walking out of toxic positivity, um, this is a long road. You know, I haven't I haven't expressed and talked about this subject on purpose because I really have put myself into a, a place of practice every single day to walk out of it. I am a natural. A positive person. I do see the best in everything. The cla- the the glass is half full with me. It's just it's just the nature of 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 my inner beauty. Um, but at some point, I adjusted a little too much and was overdrawing and overdoing from on the positivity. And we'll get into that a little bit. But with all the data that's indicating that anxiety and depression. Um, are giving this mental health problem, we're really at our at our highest place with this and in in historic levels all over the world in the most recent months because of also the pandemic because of the the crappiness and the crappy things that that are going on. So adding toxic positivity to the mix of the pandemic and to the smoke and to and the kids not going to school and I don't know how I'm going to watch my kids and I don't know how I'm going to go to work at the same time, whatever, um, may bring a, a, a huge rise to the mix of your whole life that the negative emotions are, are going to cause serious issues and people are going to maybe could, you know, feel the anxiety to the highest degree into the depressiveness, into the ulcers, into the tumors, into the cancers, because we are working through serious issues with really bad mental health. And at some point, like your insecurities are going to blow up in your face. So my psoriasis, um, was blowing up in my face and I had to face it. I had to, I had to really buckle down and, and change my ways, you know? So the, the most common phrase that I had with myself is it's fine. It'll be okay. And so I, I did that while I was being with gaslit. I was always like, it's fine. He'll change. He'll get over this. He won't be mad anymore. It's fine. It's fine. Um, the, the, the common talk that I, and chatter that I was having with myself was very, very toxic to, um, not only the people around me, but myself because I was overly positive to myself. And then I remember at times that I would be very mean to myself, you know, like, you know, you, he's right you aren't worth it and you're not valued and you really aren't appreciated. And so I played this back and forth, uh, a game that became far too toxic for my own self. <laughs> and I, I was, I was hurting and, and really when, when you're not willing to shut that chatter out, you don't even know what your possibilities in life are. And, and you become your own block of, of cortisol. You know, you are basically giving yourself a dose 
of of the stress every single day because of the state of mind that you continue to address every single day. You begin to nurture and um, you're suppressing everything. So from Dr. Dottilo, she says that the exact origins of the label toxic positivity are very murky. Um, and and this is rooted in the American culture, which we become to value positivity. And that's a great thing, but we we overdraw from it. And I've, I've learned that this is a very attractive behavior uh, in myself because, because I am in the midst of people and I am in the midst of the things that I love to do, which is which is teaching and coaching and motivating and inspiring. And so when you are getting that that engagement with your peers, it becomes more attractive to be positive, right? And it seems to be to be the place to be, at least for me. And so there was a there's a lot of reasons people want to seem or be positive. Um, which really, which really is hurting us. Okay. So the people who are genuinely upbeat aren't really the issue, correct? Because that's just who they are. But I took it to a different level. I was suppressing things to the point where I, I was, I was becoming a little bit isolated and a little bit more, um, darker with my thoughts. And that was a problem for me. It's a problem when people are forced to to seem to be positive in situations where it's not natural. And when there's a problem that legitimately needs to be addressed, that can't be addressed if you don't deal with the fact that there that there is distress or need, right? So, for example, right now, negative emotions are stemming from the current state of this whole entire country right now. And denying or happening or invalidating those feelings through external pressure of your own thoughts can be completely harmful and they can be really counterproductive, right? And that's just looking again at our situation. So if I were to take my phrase, it'll be fine, or let's look on the bright side in the face of the tragedies that are happening right now with the fires, with sickness and illness, with the homeless um, pandemic that's going on with the food insecurity, with the unemployment right now, with the cultural war going on, with the politics, whatever. Okay. It's a privilege that not all of us have. And so we need to really rise with the thought that this stuff that's going on is not okay. These things that are happening in your relationship or at work are not okay because internalizing the message that you say that it's going to be okay, look on the bright side, can be damaging. You know, we judge ourselves for feeling pain or the sadness or the fear, which then produces feelings like shame and guilt. We've talked about that in the previous podcast of Project You. Go back and subscribe today. Um, and, and, and tap, see all episodes and you'll be able to tap into the feelings of guilt and shame. We end up just feeling bad about feeling bad all the time. And then it becomes a progressive thing in your life. And it's even hard to heal. It's hard to see progress and it's hard to even problem solve. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I love my Baileys and coffee love it. Like my decaf, I love um, just hot 
coffee, right? And, and, and who doesn't, um, or hot tea, right? But Bailey's doesn't go really well too. So, um, and this is during the Christmas time and there's time where I will spend pretty much the whole month of December. Um, and I'll have a Bailey's and coffee. And it's just part of my little tradition that I had for myself. Well, there was such a, a, a time in my life where the pain and the sadness and the fear that was happening, um, I didn't want to face it because I was too positive, right? I was, I had to hold this image and I, and I was, and I was putting the stress on myself that my Bailey's and coffee turned into three months, four months. And I, all of a sudden, I mean, there's no Baileys on my counter right now, but there's Baileys on my counter during Christmas time, you know, and I then started to register. I'm like, Ooh, behavior change. Having a Baileys and coffee every single day beyond Christmas is not like Cammy. So then I started to, um, feel that shame and that guilt because I, I was, I was feeling bad about feeling bad. And then before, thank God, you know, it wasn't a serious problem, but it was a problem for me. That's not, that's not how I function. That's not how things go in my life. It it didn't feel good, you know? So then I was not, uh, obviously not healing, but I was not in a progressive state and I definitely wasn't problem solving. So through the research, um, that, that I've been in about with toxic positivity, It's shown that accepting negative emotions rather than avoiding or dismissing them may actually be more beneficial for a person's mental health in the long run. In 2018, there's a study tested um, the link between emotional acceptance and psychological health in more than 1,300 adults and found that people who habitually avoided acknowledging challenges um, within their emotions can end up feeling worse. And that's just a hundred percent true. Like walking in the light of toxic positivity, um, I, I can attest to that. You just end up feeling worse about your body, <laughs> your hard and honest efforts every single day, your relationship, just everything, you know. And that's not that's not cool, you know. And so people who tend to not judge their feelings and not think about their emotions as good or bad, not try to avoid or put distance between themselves and their emotions. These people tend to have better health, mental health, sorry, across the board. So I'm going to read that again. And and, and again, I I really dug deep. Um, This is from Brett Ford. He's an assistant professor for University of Toronto. Um, But he says, again, people who tend to not judge their feelings not think about their emotions as good or bad, not try to avoid or put distance between themselves and their emotions, these people tend to have a better mental health across the board. So I found that desperately wanting to feel happy can leave me experiencing this emotion on top of emotion. And Brett Ford says this term, and it's called meta-emotion, which is disappointment. Uh, because you aren't as happy as you want to be. It's called meta-emotion. So when I desperately was wanting to feel happy, I was I was left to experience this, this meta-emotion, right? That is an emotion on top or about an emotion. And that that was happening over over time. 
And this essential negativity that I was actually giving myself was causing me to be to be damaged. And not only were you being damaged in your environment and your situation and all those things, and you're having to overcome and adjust and take control back of your life, but then you're also stinking damaging your life <laughs> over here on a mental health side because of you're just overdoing it and overdrawing. So there's a there's a lot of ways to address the negative feelings without falling into toxic positivity, and that's the practice that I put myself in uh, since, since I recognized that I was walking around and being, being toxic to myself, it's important for people to normalize and label their experiences while removing any expectations and goals that they should feel better than they do. Right? So recognizing that you feel or how you feel is valid, no matter what we've talked about this too. embrace the suck right? It's okay to not be okay. Really. It's it's okay to be mindful that this is a really, really crappy situation and it's okay to feel like this. I do not have to overdraw and be super positive and act like I have my crap together because my I have really cute biceps or I'm wearing this really cute outfit today. I don't have to have it all together all the time. And that was a very defining moment in my life when I was literally able to to um let go of that mindset and that was a challenge within itself i have to tell you there's there's really no rush to have to be perfect there's no rush to have your crap together every single minute of every single day you know in fact the more that you do that the more discomfort that you're going to feel and for me i felt anxiety i felt always kind of this high high um profile um heart that was beating too fast and i and i didn't like it it's it's not okay um to feel that way and in and you don't feel like yourself at the end of the day so i did want to be happier because happier is an emotion that i really really enjoy and i really like and and i've learned even through lululemon and going through um setting goals and being being aware of your goals and and being logical and all that that every single human draws beneath the line from time to time and and where it becomes really crappy over time um is is if you stay beneath the line for a really long time no matter what humans are going to fall beneath the line right and that's going to seem kind of foreign to you if you're naturally a happier person but it's not getting upset about being below the line it's about adjusting yourself and how quick can i get above the line uh instead of staying there for let's say for example three days three days of depressive you know interactive isolated not interactive but isolated thoughts sorry with just your mind and you um is a, is a bad place to be right um so to get above the line maybe maybe the next time you get below the line and and do that in two days is better than your standing three days of being below the line, right? And so I I do want you and I to be in a space where we recognize what this toxic positivity does and how we can 
better adjust ourselves and better respond to ourselves and also to other people. You know, when you, it's just like giving the ice cream to someone, the, the overdraw, like, uh, you don't really need the ice cream. You actually need an apple. <laughs> so we're going to um, kind of talk about that right now. What does a phrase look like and how can you respond with without the toxic positivity? How about let's respond by giving validation and giving hope to other people rather than just being positive, okay? This is something that I've actually really, really, really had to practice and it's been hard, but I feel way better and I feel like it's going it's going well and I feel like me uh, even more. So when you hear from someone, you'll get over it. I hope that next time you hear, this is hard, you've done things that are really hard in your life before, so I believe in you. That's an actual phrase that one of my girlfriends had given me. Instead of just being hardcore and, you know, put your big girl pants on and be strong and do the right thing right in that moment by giving them exactly um, the, the positivity that they need. No, let's just be more real. Let's share what validation looks like. And also let's share what hope looks like. So when you hear the phrase, just be positive, I hope that maybe next time you hear, I know that there's a lot that could go wrong, but also what could go right. You know, I'm having a hard time right now thinking about the holidays. I'm just being honest right now. And coming out of a divorce, you don't think about all these things. And if you do, it was minor. You know, um, you know that it was the best decision, but still you're breaking old habits, old traditions, and you know, you're going to walk into to new ones. And especially being the first year, uh, death and divorce are very, very serious things to, to manage in your mind and, and to walk through. And as strong as I want to be, I'm, I'm very, very weak as well. Right. And so I'm talking to my girlfriend today about that. And, and, um, I shared about how I'm going to miss A, B, and C. And then she says, I know that you're going to miss A, B, and C, but do you also know what you're going to get with D, E, and F? So I realized at that point that instead of just being positive, my friend gave me validation like, yeah, that sucks, Cammie. That's going to be hard to go through. However, she also gave me hope by saying and recognizing the things that I do have and how how D, E, and F can be just as great and even greater, right? So when you hear the term good vibes only, how about all vibes are welcome? Because vibes and energy and emotions are, are different. They're not just one way. It's not just positive, right? Um, happy is an emotion, sadness is an emotion, angry is emotion, joy is an emotion. And so, um, that's, that's a better place to be when you're welcomed with all those different emotions, because it's going to be that way sometimes, right? Stop being so negative, right? That's a term that, that toxic, positive people say. And I've learned that it's okay to say it's pretty normal to have some, some negativity in this situation. People have shared with me that this is pretty normal. When they put that it's pretty normal in front, 
it really makes a lot of sense to me. It really is so much more helpful than just saying, stop being so negative. And, and, and it's so helpful that I've learned to translate uh, a, a, my response into that because it's been very, very helpful to me. And I've learned, um, let's treat others the way that we want to be treated. And that's, that's how I want to be spoken to. So um, think happy thoughts. How many times have I said that to my kids? Um, I hope you're raising your hand, everyone. Um, but another way that I've learned to communicate is it's probably pretty hard to be positive right now. However, I'm putting out good energy into this world for you right now. It's so much more effective with my children. It's so much more real. I do not want my kids to walk down the same lane that I am or I have been in by being ultra extra positive. I want them to be real. I want them to know that it's it's okay, right, um, to feel this way. Never give up was something that I have been blasted with in my athletic world forever. And sometimes giving up is okay. Sometimes your fight is over. What is your ideal outcome? What do you want to come from this time that you are putting the cards down. You you can put the cards down, but you also need to have a talk with self. What's your ideal outcome by doing that? That was a really big one. Just be happy. Here's a here's a here's a way to respond. Not respond, but to to use in lieu of. It's never fun to feel like that. Is there something we can do today that you'd enjoy? All right, you guys. So Winding down from our topic of toxic positivity, can you see this in yourself? Can you see it in someone else in your life? To be in a position where you're 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 looking, you know, maybe within, or maybe you're really connecting to that person around you that is also very heavy in their behavior of toxic positivity. I think it's really awesome if we can understand um, what that looks like and what that person might be by, what might they be feeling? You know, so for me, um, I was hiding what I really felt. I was really sad and my body was expressing it through its alarms and my psoriasis, like I told you, was really high. Um, my anxiety was really high. And my mental health was was being damaged. And I, I lost my self-esteem. You guys know that. Um, so I dismissed my emotions in, 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 this, in this journey of being, you know, positive so much that it was toxic. Uh, feeling guilty for my negative emotions was every single day. I felt so bad for feeling feeling really truthful to myself and so I would suppress it even more. I would suppress it even more. And I would minimize other people's experiences by saying, don't think about it. Don't even go there. You know, and really what I was telling, that was advice that I was giving myself and I was giving it to other people. And that was uh, that was wrong of me. That was very, very wrong of me, and I apologize if I t- said that to you <laughs> at one time in my life, but showing others um, different perspectives that's, that, that, that is yours, which I'm talking about right now, is, is a very difficult friend to have, and I understand why I lost friends. 
uh, in this course of my life because I, I was hiding what I felt. People can feel that. They can, they can see right through you if they've gone through it. And especially if you're hanging out with a little, you know, older crowd and stuff, they're like, man, she's got a lot. They probably looked at me and be like, she's got a tough road ahead of her. But I, I took the tough road. I took the hardest road and the greatest lessons um, were within that road once I started to face, face the signs and face the true reality there, you know, and, and shaming other people for feeling negative emotions is is painful as well and it's 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 very sad to do that so how do you handle toxic positivity you know i feel like every single one of you if you are that person or if you know someone remember that you are not a bad person for not being happy please write this down we're 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 diving into the backside of our episode today in Project You. And when we do that, we we really self-reflect and we really tap into our journal. I still journal to this day um, and it really helps me reflect and it really helps me understand who I was, who I am, and who I want to be. You know, Um, so write down, remember that you are not a bad person for not being happy, okay? And please... Don't believe that you should just be happy, okay? Um, it's 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 amazing to be happy, but it also serves a lot for you to actually walk through the emotions that the situation is calling for. You know, I've 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 cried alone so many times, and then I've cut I've cut my tears off in between a, a good cry and I, I shouldn't have. I should have kept crying and letting out. Instead, I was becoming toxic literally internally um, to those studies that we we're talking about where your physical being is at stake here. You know, I also believe that talking to someone else who will listen and, and finds you um, to be a beautiful person for who you are you are validated by that person. You are appreciated by that person, and and you are trusted and 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 held in a beautiful state in their mind by that person. Please talk to that person uh, because that is going to be a, a very monumental time where that person is willing to hold space for you and willing to listen and willing to let you unfold and unleash. And at that point, I believe that you can start to to take the layers off, you know? And you guys know that I, I'm a big believer in investing in your therapy. So if your therapy is at church um, with, with some group leaders, if your therapy is by a professional in in family dynamics or um, workspace employees um, anything like that organizations then just invest in it and you might not mesh with the person that you go to at first um, but you might you might mesh with the second or third or someone that um, gives you that referral to someone and the last thing that we're going to go over is someone like myself that really rejoiced in being extra positive um, her, herself. She was she was in a very sad state, and you might be in a very sad state, and the only way to not be in a sad state is to really face yourself in the mirror and be like, this is not the place that I want to be. And I remember um, my ex-husband would, would always say that, you know, his friends would say, about me that I'm fake and that 
I'm overly positive and there's no way that she could be positive. And he naturally would say to his friends, no, she is always that positive. And that was the truth. I really was and chose to be positive. And I might not have given um, an overload, an overdose of ice cream to my peers around me, but I was giving the overdose to myself, always attempting to fit in and mold into the situation where that also hurt me. Um, I was tired a lot and I was overdrawn in so many different areas that I would keep myself from sleep sometimes. And so then I, I, I really was feeling the fatigue and um, the, the position that I was in. And I was so, again, unconscious in, in my own train of thought that I couldn't even see it. And even though I was feeling it, I still was pushing that into the corner. So instead of just getting over it and staying positive and keeping calm and carrying on, and, and being toxic to yourself and sometimes to others, because I really was toxic to others. If people were saying, oh, she's overly positive and she's fake and she's putting on this front, there was a lot of validity validity to that um, because, because that's an energy, right? And, and I just know that that looks like toxic positivity. And I also know now that even in this state of, of being in, in, in this world that I am right now, I believe that your sadness and my sadness or your pain or my pain or the, the mourning and the grieving and all these things that we might feel, they are valid, okay? Sometimes we lack motivation and that's allowed. That's why people come see me because they lack motivation in the gym and they lack the accountability in their home base that they need extra help, right? And so that's okay. That's what I love to be in my life. You're you're validated in in those spots and that's why it's beautiful to see you in the gym. That's why it's beautiful to train you online. You know, so you have permission right now. I'm giving you permission right now to be not good all the time. And I'm also giving you permission right now to be freaking human. And I want you to say this back to me. I'm receiving your energy right now. Please say it back to me. Cammie, I give you permission to be human right now. Thank you. I needed that. Because I do, I do have permission to be human and so do you. So when we fall short and we fall beneath the line, it's okay. Let's navigate that. Let's hold space for that. Let's embrace it. Because my sadness and my hurts and my cries and, and you know my times, my anger beneath the line have really taught me a lot of my stinking lessons. And I hope they continue to teach you the lessons that you need. So the, the the permission is strong right now. We are amazing. And um, I really am a naturally positive person. It is inside my guts and my blood. And I love it with all my heart. Um, but I've been able to be healthier today because I've been in practice of, of being more real, being more stable, being more logical, right? And um, I'm really happy that that you are in that same space. I know that it's hard, but I believe in you.
it's okay to feel bad sometimes. It's difficult to see, you know, really cool and rad people and really crappy situations. But we can make sense of this. And especially when the lessons start to present themselves over time. And I got to tell you right now that failure is part of your growth. It's part of my growth. The things that get really stinking tough, I want you to also know that there's people there for you. So when it gets tough, your golden girls, your God, your family, your whatever, they're going to shine because I believe in those people as well. Pronounce the great things in your life and, 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 and let that be out there. You don't have to hold it in all the time, okay? There's people out there for you. And sometimes, again, we we experience these bad things and those people are going to respond to you and how can I help you? How can I support you in this situation? There's been so many amazing friends that have said, how can I support you? What, what do you need from me? So cool. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today to Toxic Positivity. This was actually... Uh, one of those segments that really, really um, channeled itself really well because gaslighting was on the front side of it. So it was very humbling to point myself, uh, to point my finger at myself. And I hope that you were able to do the same thing. I will see you next week as Tuesday is the dropping of Project You with Cami Craig. I hope you have a great week and I hope that the toxic positivity in your life um, gets crushed and I hope that you are able to be a healthier human on a mental standpoint and, and, and also keep your body in motion every single day to keep that blood moving. Um, I'll talk to you guys next week. Mwah. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.